starts at tree time. Their winter wonderland showroom is filled with trees, trees, and more trees. So gorgeous and so realistic. And the decorations are stunning. Wreaths, garlands, lights, and plenty of ornaments. I make a point to bring my family and friends as an annual start to the season. TreeTime even has design experts who inspire me with great holiday ideas. Be sure to visit the Winter Wonderland at TreeTime in Lake Barrington or shop online. Here's wishing you the joy of the season. Everything Christmas, <laughs> TreeTime.com. Shirley, your smile looks great. What are you doing to keep those pearly whites looking so amazing? Well, that's because I have great dental benefits through Zing Health, my Medicare Advantage plan. I can't afford all those extra costs that come with getting additional benefits. Totally understand. Then Zing Health is the right plan for you. I pay no extra premiums, and my new dentures were covered at no cost. Oh, I definitely need those benefits. Give me Zing's number. I'm going to call right now. Call Zing Health today, 844-742-9464 to learn more. Or visit them at zinghealth.me. Zing Health is a Medicare Advantage HMO plan with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Zing Health HMO plans depends on contract renewals. Zing Health complies with applicable federal civil rights laws and does not discriminate on the basis of race, color, national origin, age, disability, or sex. Call 844-742-9464 or visit zinghealth.me. Just looking at a post on Twitter, shows uh, one of those monoliths have popped up at the Lincoln Park Zoo. I don't know if that's true or not. We're going to talk to somebody from over there in a couple of minutes. By now, I'm... I'm sure that you've heard me talk about my pillow and how you can get a great night's rest with one of those pillows. If you do not have a my pillow pillow or know someone who doesn't, now is the time to buy. My pillow is offering premium pillows, the one that started it all for the lowest price ever, the queen size premium pillow, regularly sixty nine ninety eight is on sale now for twenty nine ninety eight. You're saving forty dollars. And the king size costs you just five dollars more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, but they make great Christmas gifts, and they'll extend their money-back guarantee to March 1st. So go to MyPillow.com and click on that radio listener square. You'll find amazing offers there, plus deep discounts on all of the MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream Bed Sheets, the MyPillow Mattress Topper, and the MyPillow Towel Sets. Call 1-800-299-9579. one 299 9579 or go to mypillow.com. Either way, the promo code to save is WGN. You're listening to the Wintrust Business Lunch. We'll go into the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom in eight and a half minutes. The director of Lincoln Park Zoo is Megan Ross, and she joins us on WGN. Megan, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I saw a picture online this morning, just now, in fact. Somebody tweeted out a picture of one of those monoliths, a big silver statuey thing. Just outside the zoo. Do you have any knowledge of this? I have no knowledge of that. Yeah. I do know we have some pretty spectacular lights, though. So I see those. And by the way, I'm not. I'm, don't don't bank on my my Twitter account here. I do go by the lights all the time, though. I go through Lincoln Park Zoo virtually every day, and from just about four thirty through early in the morning, it's just gorgeous. Even from the outside, let alone if you go inside. Yeah, I think so. It's really amazing that we're able to have our zoo lights presented by Comet and Invesco QQQ this year. We're so happy to have this holiday event really 
end 2020 on a bright spot. Has it changed much, the experience? How do I do it this year different than last? It's a little bit different. Yes, we do require that you make reservations. Um, and so you need to get your tickets or your reservations if you're coming to one of our free nights. We have one more remaining free night, which will be on December 9th. Um, and we have a lot of requirements, meaning you need to wear your face coverings and stay socially distant. Um, and we don't have quite as many kind of places where you would stop and watch a light event. It's all about walking through the lights and kind of enjoying the enchantment of the lights surrounding you. So it's really meant to be this one-way path that kind of goes in a big circle, a big eight around the zoo. Do you go inside buildings or are you outside the whole time? We're outside only this year. And do you have food or beverage? That was part of it last year. We do. We have food and beverage. We have a really fun um, pop-up called Snowies. It does. You have to get a ticket to go up to Snowies, and it's an amazing little fun vest, um, venue for you to get some some food and beverage and to have a seated experience up there. We also do have several different restaurants around. Um, the zoo grounds where you can get a hot chocolate, but again, you can't walk with your hot chocolate this year because you're not supposed to be walking without your face covering on, but you can have a seat and enjoy your hot chocolate and watch the lights and then get up and continue your path. Do you have themed nights? I think you do a Charlie Brown night, don't you? We have a lot of virtual experiences coming up and we're pretty excited about them. Um, This year we had a virtual challenge since it's the 26th anniversary of Zoo Lights. We decided to make it a a marathon challenge, so if you wanted to help support the zoo, you could run a marathon over the course of the month of December to help support us. Um, We also have uh, Chris White Trio Tribute of a Charlie Brown Christmas. That's a virtual event coming up on December 13th. We have um, a virtual walk through the zoo, walk through of zoo lights with the producers of the event, and they're going to talk about how we make it like it... um, how we make it so magical every year, and they're going to talk about what they've done in previous years and then what they're doing this year. And then on um, December 20th, we have a virtual story time with Santa. So you, you can join us over Zoom and hear two holiday stories, as well as meet an animal and receive a special inside look at the animal's habitat. So if I'm doing that, say, via Zoom for Santa or the Chris White Trio tribute to Charlie Brown Christmas, do I just go to the website and I can watch it in real time, or do I need to get an invite? How do I do that? Uh, if you go to www.lpzoo.org, all of the events and the tickets for coming to Zoo Lights are all on that site. So if you go on there, you can look at for reservation times that are still available for tickets, um, and you can also sign up for any of these virtual nights. Dr. Megan Ross is on the phone line, the director at the Lincoln Park Zoo. A little different this year, but isn't it nice to know they're still doing it? Are some days or nights sold out, or can I still go any day of my choosing? Oh, most of our nights are sold out. We do have a handful of tickets still available, and again, our December 9th, which is one of our free nights, those tickets have not gone on sale yet. They're free, but you have to make your reservation. They will go and become available Sunday at 4 p.m. So if you want to make a reservation for our free night, which is December 9th, that's our last free night. We had five free nights this year. Then go online to www.lpzoo.org and see if you can snag one of the, the tickets that night. And we do have a limited amount of tickets for each night, for not each night, but for many of the nights that are still upcoming. Megan, since we went back to uh, Tier 3, did you all have to shut down operations, or have you been still letting people come to the zoo at Tier 3? 
We, uh, we have been letting people come to the zoo. We're an outdoor venue, so people have still been able to safely navigate the zoo. We've been at 25% capacity since we opened in June. So really the changes with indoor facilities closing didn't change anything about our outdoor experience since none of our buildings were open before. And then how have you all been doing for revenue? How is the zoo hanging on? The zoo is hanging on. We've had some amazing support from our board of trustees, our donors, our members. We really have appreciated all of the amazing support we have felt from our Chicago and abroad family of the zoo. Um, Our earned revenue, as you could imagine, is uh, a lot lower than it normally is. So we are going to have um, a, a gap in how we budgeted this year and how we're going to end this year. But um, we've really come together this year through all the generous donations. I was talking to somebody at the aquarium about the budget for food alone for the animals. And I suppose you have a pretty big nut that you can't scrimp on at the zoo. Right. It's, it, we do not have very many areas that we can cut because obviously animal care is what we take very seriously and ensuring that all of our animals have good welfare. So we have not reduced any of those programs over this time period. So those do have fixed costs that we have just been continuing to endure. Let's let's, uh, endorse, let's support the zoo, lpzoo.org. They're doing it for you. The the lights are up, lpzoo.org. And if you want to support us, you can also adopt an animal as a Christmas gift. We have lots of gift-giving opportunities on our website as well. So you can come to the zoo for zoo lights, come to our virtual events, or help support us in other ways. Dr. Ross, thanks for your time today. Good luck. Thank you so much. And happy holidays. You too. Wintrust Business Lunch ending now, getting ready to head into the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.
help the great people at Apple Chevrolet raise toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Reserve Toys for Tots program. This Saturday, December 5th, starting at 10 a.m., the first 25 toy drop-offs will receive a gift certificate to Lou Malnati's for a complimentary deep-dish pizza. That's it. All you have to do is bring your toy, drive up, beep your horn. You don't even have to get out of your car. They're at 8585 West 159th Street in Tinley Park. Go to AppleChevy.com for info. Chevy, find new roads. Get ready for a clean like you've never seen. Hi, this is Tonya Khoury of Green Tea Services. We are now offering an in-depth total home disinfectant service. Service to a green tea. Our green tea services deep cleaning process leaves your carpets, tile, and hardwood floors cleaner and removes bacteria and mildew so your children can safely play on your green tea cleaned floor. Whether you have carpet, tile, or hardwood, call our green tea crews with the green letter T on top of our trucks. They're known for courtesy and quality service. Service to a green tea. Clean up on savings. Call now. Get one room cleaned free. Plus, our 100% satisfaction green tea guarantee. Be sure to ask us about our in-depth total home disinfectant service. Call Green Tea now. 800-5-GREEN-TEA for details. Green Tea Services. Service to a green tea. 800 5 Green Tea. 800 5 Green Tea. Or greenteaservices.com. News Nation on WGN America. If you want to believe the news, watch news you can believe in. Get facts, not opinions. News, not talk. Watch News Nation every night at 7 on WGN America. In Chicagoland, find WGN America on cable channels Xfinity 223, ATT UVerse 1180, WOW 262, and RCN 629. And on satellite, DirecTV 307 and Dish 239. It's your news, your nation. Keep your furnace running this winter with Perfect Home Services 65-point tune-up. And for new tune-up clients, it's only $39. When nothing less than Perfect will do. Call 630-PERFECT. Perfect Home Services. 630-PERFECT. Serving the great Midwest from Chicago. WGN, 720 on your radio and always online. Tell your smart speaker to play WGN, Chicago's only 24-hour live news. WGN, Chicago. A Nextar Media Group station. 31 degrees at 5 o'clock. Good morning, I'm Dave Schwan. And for Don Kleppen, the news is sponsored by NeverMeasure.com. Illinois prepares for COVID vaccine distribution and the nursing home workers strike is over. Those stories and more following a look of WGN traffic. couple items to report. We have an accident with injuries in the South Loop area of the city. This is on Wabash just north of 14th Place. So that's South Wabash and 14th. Also, uh, irregular train service on the CTA Red Line. Uh, trains are rerouted onto the elevated tracks between Fullerton and Cermak until uh, 8 o'clock this morning because of maintenance work. Other than that, our expressways and tollways moving well at this point. As we prepare for distribution of coronavirus vaccines, there's been some hesitation about taking it in places. Health officials and political leaders have been trying to boost confidence, saying they'd get vaccinated publicly. That includes three former presidents saying that. Governor Pritzker is also saying that. I'd be happy to uh, demonstrate to people that I would take the vaccine, uh, as I think any public official should, but they should do it in line with whatever their comorbidities or wherever they fit. 
it, if they're a health care worker, in addition to being elected official, etc. Governor Pritzker also stressed they would not distribute a vaccine in Illinois if it was not deemed safe. Nursing home workers have reached a deal to end their strike against Infinity Healthcare. All workers will immediately receive significant wage increases, a minimum of a dollar an hour, with an average increase of over $2 an hour. They'll also gain additional five days of COVID-19-related sick time. They also won PPE guarantees and protection. The nurses were on strike for about two weeks. Under pressure from moderates in both parties, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell are talking about a relief package bill. In all, uh, there is some optimism about uh, coming up with something like this after lengthy delays. Uh, the bill would offer relief for businesses, the unemployed, schools, and health care workers, among other things. However, success is not certain at this point, and there are considerable differences over details like whether to issue a second round of $1,200 direct payments to most Americans. President-elect Joe Biden's hopeful about rapid development of a vaccine, but warns nationwide distribution will be expensive and difficult. Biden also said his team has discussed vaccine distribution with the Trump administration. But there is no detailed plan that we've seen anyway as to how you get the vaccine out of a container into an injection syringe into somebody's arm. President-elect Biden speaking in Delaware, he insisted distribution must be equitable and said the ongoing outbreak has been a mass casualty event for communities of people of color. A 16-year-old Chicago girl was killed after being shot while helping a man being beaten by a group of people. Police say the girl and the man were walking through an alley when four men got out of an SUV and confronted them on the south side. A police spokesperson told the Chicago Sun-Times it happened just after 7 p.m. and the girl ran to a nearby friend for help. When she returned, someone in the group fired shots, one of which hit her in the head. The only declared candidate running to unseat House Speaker Michael Madigan also supports a measure to prevent a future speaker from simultaneously being party chair. She is Representative Stephanie Kiffelwit, the Democrat for Illinois' 84th District. I believe we should have a rule to that effect, and I know that a lot of members of the General Assembly believe that as well. Uh, it is just too uh, manipulative to not be able to be an independent House member and vote accordingly without having the cloud of retaliation over your head when it comes to election time. Kifowit was a guest on WGN Steve Bertrand's Chicago Afternoon News program. Madison is both, Madigan rather, is both House Speaker and Chair of the Illinois Democratic Party. During a tough year, a glimmer of hope with the Salvation Army. Here's WGN's Jen DeSalvo. Amidst donations dwindling during the year, the Salvation Army received a bit of hope when a gold coin and gold bar were dropped into the red kettle over the weekend. At a jewel in Bartlett, a $50 American gold eagle coin was donated, while a gold bar was placed in the bucket of a Mundelein jewel. Each is valued at near $1,900. In addition to holiday meals, the Salvation Army serves as a first responder at house fires where they provide necessities to those who have lost their home. Jen DeSalvo, WGN News. WGN Sports, Northwestern hosting Chicago State today in college basketball. Pre-game 345, the game starting at 4 o'clock with Dave Ennett and Joey Meyer here on 720 WGN and WGNRadio.com. Other college games today in basketball, Lewis at Loyola, Northern Illinois playing Pittsburgh, and Illinois State playing Murray State college football. Iowa is at Illinois, Indiana playing Wisconsin. 
Ohio State at Michigan State, and Nebraska playing Purdue, Syracuse at Notre Dame, and Toledo at Northern Illinois. The forecast from the WGN Chicago Weather Center, meteorologist Demetrius Ivory. Picture-perfect Saturday coming our way. The high temperature reaches about 40. That's a few degrees warmer than normal for this time of the year. On Sunday, a little bit of a cool-down, mostly cloudy. Flurries possible, the high temperature 38. Mostly sunny on Monday. Monday's high temperature 42, 45. Wednesday, Tuesday into Wednesday, that is. Then for Wednesday afternoon, we climb up to about 50 with mostly sunny skies. I'm WGN meteorologist Demetrius Ivory. 31 degrees at O'Hare. I'm Dave Schwann. In for Don Kleppen on Chicago's very own. 720 WGN. When you're on the leading edge of medicine, every day is unprecedented. And at Northwestern Medicine, we continue to move everyday care forward. Northwestern Medicine developed a better treatment plan for men with advanced prostate cancer, increasing survival rates to 73%. Northwestern Medicine has expanded telehealth offerings, providing better access to remote visits. Northwestern Medicine is using robotic arm technology, a less invasive way to surgically remove lung cancer while preserving more healthy tissue. And Prentice Women's Hospital continues to deliver more babies than any hospital in Illinois, over 11,000 in the last year alone, all while introducing new protocols to help you stay safe during your hospital visit. At Northwestern Medicine, it's not about caring more just in times like these. It's about caring more always and working towards a future that is brighter and better. Learn more at nm.org. The season of performance event is going on now through January 4th at Joe Rizza Acura in Orland Park, where you'll get their biggest savings of the year. Get 0.9% financing for 72 months on all new 2020 Acura models or lease a new 2020 Acura MDX for just $305 a month and choose from over 2,000 vehicles. Visit RizzaAcura.com. Payments are plus first month payment, tax title, license, and doc fee. 36 month leases with $39.90 due at sign with approved credit. Example for 2020 Acura RDX, 0.9% for 72 months up to 10,000 miles. $13.82 per month for 1,000 financing. Expires one If you are purchasing a new home or refinancing your existing home, call Team Hochberg, your trusted local lender. Today, meet Donnie, Special Forces veteran who called to cash out $20,000 for home improvements. Before calling Team Hochberg, Donnie started refinancing with Rocket Loving Lending. Bad move. We analyzed Donnie's situation and advised him to cancel his rocket-loving lending loan because it was not the right loan for him. We are helping Donnie enhance his credit to secure a HELOC because that was Donnie's best loan option. Let's review. Before calling, Donnie was paying exorbitant closing costs for a loan not in his financial best interest with Rocket Loving Lending. After calling Team Hochberg, Donnie is enhancing his credit to secure a HELOC, which is in his financial best interest. If you are a veteran wanting to work with a lender who respects your service and will always look out for your financial best interest, call 855-56-DAVID or visit 56david.com. Tune into Home Sweet Home Chicago, hosted by me, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Homeside Financial League Housing Lender, LMS 112-461. Good morning, everyone. It's nine minutes after five o'clock on this Saturday morning. It's a chilly morning as I come to you from Huntley, Illinois. The temperature is 23 degrees in my thermometer in the backyard this morning, but uh, no snow and uh, looks like a pleasant day ahead as we go into this holiday weekend. Every weekend from now till the end of uh, December is a holiday weekend and a lot of activity going on. And I had a very good day yesterday because of the Corona-19 situation 
I have been doing this broadcast from my home in Huntley, Illinois, every day. Haven't gotten down to the uh, WGN studios until yesterday. But yesterday, Gloria and I spent a good part of the day at the WGN radio studios in downtown Chicago. Had the opportunity to see a lot of my longtime friends and colleagues, which uh, was a treat because I haven't seen them in person for all that time. So it was a good day yesterday and beautiful weather and uh, downtown looking nice, but also not as busy as I remember back in March when I'd go down every day to do this uh, early morning broadcast. And uh, it was quite a change to see less traffic and to see the uh, decorations, at least most of them. And so it was good to see the people I've worked with for, well, 60 years now here at WGN Radio. So uh, here is the scorecard that I've uh, been forced to pass along to you every Saturday morning for uh, um, months. The coronavirus report for Illinois, the uh, or no, for the U.S., for the country, coronavirus deaths rose by at least 2,568 on Friday to a total of... 278,911. That, according to the latest coronavirus count uh, death rate, and uh, always sad to pass those numbers along to you because there was a long period where the only numbers I'd report would be the grain prices and the livestock prices. So sorry to have to add that to you because some startling numbers to deal with as we continue to fight COVID-19. It's 12 minutes after 5 o'clock here on the Saturday morning show, and uh, Max Armstrong is going to join us here in a couple of minutes when we continue here on the Saturday Morning Show. You work hard to find the right soybean seed for your fields, and you stand by your work. So do we. That's why we put our soybean seed through strenuous testing and provide precise varieties and expert agronomic support for your operation. Ask your authorized retailer or your BASF Agronomic Solutions Advisor about Credenz, because credibility isn't just part of our name. It's our commitment. Credenz Soybean Seed. For the experts that understand, credibility is earned. Always read and follow label directions. You work hard to find the right soybean seed for your fields, and you stand by your work. So do we. That's why we put our soybean seed through strenuous testing and provide precise varieties and expert agronomic support for your operation. Ask your authorized retailer or your BASF Agronomic Solutions Advisor about Credenz, because credibility isn't just part of our name. It's our commitment. Credenz Soybean Seed. For the experts that understand, credibility is earned. Always read and follow label directions. 
60 years just wasn't long enough. Hello, everyone. I'm Orion Samuelson. But we've enjoyed every minute. And the news is uh, he's going to say uh, 60 years is enough at the end of this year, right? Short timer. Here at WGN Radio, we're celebrating 60 years of Orion Samuelson. Hi, Orion. Congratulations. I'm telling you, uh, 60 years ago, my dad and I used to have breakfast listening to the WGN Farm Report. And dad, as he's eating his last piece of bacon, would say... What do Orion say? That pork bellies are up or pork bellies down? And if the pork bellies are up, that would say it's going to be a good day. Thanks for everything, Orion. Thank you, Big O, for the past 60 years. Congratulations, Orion Samuelson from CME Group on a marvelous career in broadcasting and agribusiness. For decades, your voice has been steady at the helm, informing business owners and farmers about important developments and how they can use CME Group products to manage risk. Thank you, Big O. Always the very definition of Chicago's very own. Menards is your bathroom remodeling headquarters. Start with over 400 tubs, showers, and surrounds from Lions. They're beautiful, durable, and simple to install. Update your bathroom and save big money on the best selection of tubs, showers, and surrounds from Lions now at Menards. Prices good through December 13th. Plus, a Menards gift card is always a great gift idea. This winter, put down the smartphones and gather your family around the original social networking device, your fireplace. Put on some comfy pants, maybe a little wine or hot cocoa, s'mores, and storytelling. Ah, is there anything better than family time around the fire? Get your fireplace ready now. Go with the company that was started by firemen over 50 years ago and remains a family business today. Lindemann Chimney and Fireplace. They're Chicagoland's premier chimney and fireplace company. Many homeowners ask, how often should you have your fireplace cleaned and inspected? Well, according to the Chimney Safety Institute of America, the answer is every year. Regular maintenance ensures the proper, safe operation of your home's fireplace. So if you can't recall the last time you had your fireplace cleaned and inspected, go to Lindemann.com today. L-I-N-D-E-M-A-N-N.com. Book your chimney cleaning appointment online. Do it now. Check it off your list. That's Lindemann.com for Lindemann Chimney and Fireplace. Safe and sound since 1969. This week on Chicago's Best, from Bridgeport to Chinatown, the best bites south of the Ike. It's Chicago's Best Southside, Sunday night at 10.30 on WGN-TV. It's a chilly morning here in the Midwest, and you want a jacket, uh, maybe a fairly heavy coat, because my temperature says 22 degrees in my backyard in Huntley, Illinois, but at least it's not snowing here in the Chicagoland area, and we're looking forward to a pretty good weekend, pretty good day, and uh, all of our programming and sports here on WGN, I hope will be a part of your day. Because uh, I've had the opportunity of working with this young man for about uh, 45 years now. And so, again, this morning, let me say good morning to Max Armstrong. Well, Orion, here's a guy who worked with you as long as I have, almost. Well, I guess he he did, because he started earlier than I did. Longtime TV director, producer, and cameraman Phil Reed joins us here this morning on the Saturday Morning Show. You uh, worked with Orion for over 40 years, didn't you, Phil? I sure did. Uh, he was my big break in the business, as far as that goes. I started there in 1974, and... Uh, 
At that time, WGN was what I called the Wild West of television. They had three studios going gangbusters every day and many times all through the night. And then they had a radio station on top of it. So there was constant TV and radio going on, and it was so much fun to be there. Everything was so exciting. You never knew who was going to be in the building, too, because somebody would come in for the Phil Donahue show in Studio 2, and then the next hour they'd be upstairs and across the hall with Roy Leonard here on WGN Radio, and you would you would run into some interesting characters in the hall or in the restroom. I remember I ran into to Billy Carter, President Jimmy Carter's brother. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It would be Walter Payton one day, Michael Jordan the next, and then... Uh, yeah, movie stars by the boatload because we did a, of course we did a movie uh, review program with Siskel and Ebert and uh, you know it was it was such a fun place to be and I I was a, like an addict I would never leave the place unless they forced me out the door. You went to work for Tribune Entertainment producing the old U.S. Farm Report, which was also, as you pointed out, producing out the movies with Ebert and Siskel back in the day. But what was it like pulling together the television show with Orion each week? Well, it was a lot of work, to be honest, but it was so much fun because, um, you know, when the show started, his producer, Lottie Kearns, uh, would come to uh, my very, very first job was working in the duplicating office where we made copies of everybody's scripts and every show had to have 30 copies of every page of script to go to the producers, the directors, the, you know, everybody got one. And Lottie would come in, and she was such a doll and so much fun that I would always grab her stuff. I mean, I'd move guys out of the way to get to her and, you know, want to help her out because she was just great. And um, one day she just happened to mention to me, she goes, you know, I see you coming out of the studios. Are you working in the studios? Said, yeah, I got a little bit of a part-time job going as a stage manager, you know, for the commercial division. And uh, she said, well, would you like to be on a new show we're making? And I went, well, heck yeah. I want to be on a TV show. What are you, crazy? Yeah, for sure. And she introduced me to Orion. And Orion's first question was, you know, had I grown up on a farm? Did I know anything about farming? And I said no. And I could see that wasn't getting me far at all. And uh, I gave him a little more information about, you know, how I'd grown up and, uh, particularly where I went to college, and I saw bells go off. He had gone to a little town in Wisconsin called Ripon, where there was a college that I went to. And he spoke at the Badger Boys Club and was uh, in a debate team there. I just happened to go visit that one time when a couple of friends of mine you know, needed to go down there for a school assignment. So I went there, so I knew what it was about. Well... That made me Orion's friend, and for life we joked about how my going to rip it got me a job. The uh, Fridays were the day of the week that uh, I would liken to crunch day, I guess, because that was when all of the weekend programming was pulled together, including the syndicated television show, and it was a busy day. And, of course, you have to remember... There wasn't the technology back then that we have today. Much of the recording was on the big two-inch reels of tape, and uh, that was work. Oh, my gosh. It it was amazing to see how this stuff all went together. First of all, in those days, we didn't shoot video for our news stories. We shot film. So you'd have to plan in your shooting schedule not only time to shoot the interviews, but then to get it downtown into what we called the soup 
where all the news guys from every TV station would bring their film, and it would be developed there in a really rapid time. And you had to be very careful that you you walked in with your film and you walked out with your film and not somebody else's, because they were going like gangbusters. So then you'd get your film back to the TV studio, and you'd have to physically hand-cut it together. Orion was just such a blessing to work with. We hardly had to use stopwatches. If you told Orion, we need you to fill here for 30 seconds, he never missed it by a half a second. It was just the the clock, and and you had the same skills as well. But it was just amazing to work with Orion and have him, you know, produce the show and at the same time be the star of the show. Well, one thing that you you would see with Orion, too, it only took one take. In fact, I think you would hear some of the engineers referring to him as one take Charlie, you know, it only takes one take for Orion. But speaking of engineers, you know, you and I and Orion, of course, worked with a dedicated crew at WGN Radio and TV of engineers who were so important to what we did and and stagehands, too. And the thing that I noticed, and you might have noticed this, too, Phil, is that I was able to get along with the engineers even better because they loved Orion. They they thought the world of Orion, and that that helped us. I think, don't you? Oh, for sure. I mean, he was he was an icon there from when he was a young man. I mean, he did the editorials for the TV station. He yeah, he was had his fingers in so many pies. And the more uh, you worked with him, the more you just absolutely adored the guy for being so talented and knowing exactly how to solve every problem or who to call to, to settle a, you know a question about anything it was it was really fun to work with him don't lay it on too heavy he's listening you know hey as you traveled around the world with orion and you went to some interesting destinations do any stories come to mind phil oh gosh there's so many um we went to uh russia in the mid-80s, and it was just as the word perestroika came about. So we knew Russia was a changing place, and uh, we were uh, escorted. We were with Grains Council uh, members um, who were trying to sell grains to uh, to this uh, Soviet Union. And so uh, we, we were taken all over the city and shown many sites. We went into um, a museum that was about... Uh, their wars, it was fascinating stuff. And they said, of course, as they say in every museum, no pictures, no video, and I'm carrying a you know, 30-pound camera. And uh, I just couldn't resist. Every once in a while, I'd, I'd flip the, the power button on, and I'd take a couple, <clears throat> you know, 30 seconds of, of video just so, you know, I knew you know, we'd be able to talk about it a little bit. If Orion came over and very nicely put his arm on my shoulder and said, by the way, Phil, I know what you're doing, and I don't want to spend the rest of my life in a Soviet prison. Cut it out. Oh, no. And, you know, we've had some tight schedules. Our TV show went up on a satellite, and it was delivered to 200 TV stations. And we had to make that satellite time. There there was just no ands, ifs, or buts about it. So we would, you know, work on those Fridays, starting, you know, five in the morning, and we would edit our stories together, and then we'd go into the studio, and we'd do Orion's, you know, leads and your leads and and all that, and and put the show together, you know, piecemeal, and then we had, uh, once again, 
we didn't feed the satellite from WGN. We had to feed it from uh, a, a building in downtown Chicago. So we'd have to get in a car or on a motorcycle and run that great big giant two-inch tape, which you know weighed about 20 pounds, and, and make sure they had it in time to, to feed that satellite. It, it was hair-raising. Thank you, uh, Phil, for sharing some memories with us here this morning. We appreciate it, and uh, I'm sure it uh, meant a lot to Ori. And uh, here are some of those stories and reflection back on your career and his together. Oh, we had a blast. We had one adventure after another. It was such a, a great time to be in television and working with just amazing people. We were so lucky. Our thanks to Phil Reed, longtime television cameraman, director, producer, who joined us on... Uh, Many trips around the world, as he pointed out there, Orion. I'm sure it brought back uh, more than a few memories for you. It brought back a lot of memories. And, uh, you know, I'm enjoying but kind of embarrassed by all of the stories that uh, co-workers are sharing with uh, our radio audience and with our television audience. And, uh, yeah, there are so many stories. Uh, Our first trip to China I remember that uh, our cameraman at that time, Bob Varecka, decided that he wanted to get some close shots of rice paddies. But to do that, you had to walk in the water. He lost his shoes in a rice paddy in China. They're probably still there in the mud and the growing rice fields. And uh, it it was... Of course, the other thing I remember was eating the head of a chicken because that was a delicacy to the Chinese people. And uh, I was there one year on my birthday, and so the people I traveled with, including agricultural officials from Illinois, uh, told our Chinese hosts that I was having a birthday while I was in China. And so they wanted to know, well, what do you do in America when somebody has a birthday? And so they uh, said, oh, we give a gift and we have a birthday cake. And so somehow they were able to talk to the chef at the hotel we were staying in. And uh, they put together a birthday dinner for me on my birthday and uh, in the Chinese restaurant, when they bring the entree out, which in this case was the chicken, they uh, put it in the middle of a round table, and you're seated around that table, and uh, with the chicken, which they have uh, defeathered and that sort of thing. But once they do that, they drop it in a vat of boiling oil and bring it to the table on a plate. And they brought the uh, chicken into our dinner group, and they uh, set it down in the middle of the table. And they then said, Mr. Samuelson, you are the guest of honor, so you get the delicacy, the head of the chicken. And so I ate the head of a deep-fried chicken in vegetable oil from the Chinese people, And then they gave me a gift for my birthday, and the uh, head waiter at the restaurant brought it in, and he said, uh, Mr. Samuelson, he said, uh, this is a transistor radio that we make in China. And he said, since we make it here, 
you will be able to listen to whatever you say in Chinese. And he started laughing because he thought that was the funniest thing he'd ever heard, or that he'd ever said, probably. So just uh, one of the uh, many episodes we had on the travels to, well, in my case, 44 countries. And as I always say, when I do my speeches around the country, I point out uh, at the very beginning, uh, let me say this, who would have believed that a cow milker from Wisconsin would be here in the Kremlin or would be here in the uh, capital of China? It was a totally new experience, and Phil Reed and, uh, well, all of the other people that I've worked with uh, just gave me whatever help I need needed in getting done so thanks to phil and of course thanks to max because uh you know for over 40 years we've worked uh, together and uh, still do and enjoy it on radio and on television this week in agribusiness well there's more to come uh, we're going to talk markets with mike pearson a little bit later on here on the show and uh, i'll probably keep sharing some of the excitement the dairy cow milker from Wisconsin has had all of these years in this job, 60 years now that uh, I'll be marking, as a matter of fact, in September. I marked my 60th year of uh, being here on WGN, but I wouldn't be here 60 years if it weren't for people like you who listen and have listened and are sharing your thoughts with me on some of the uh, special stories that we're doing, and uh, I'm pretty overwhelmed by it. Right now, we'll take a break, and we'll continue after the news headlines. News Nation this hour, I'm Steve Ruxton. President-elect Joe Biden has clinched the final electoral votes he needed from the state of California. Prior to California certifying its presidential election and appointing 55 electors pledged to Joe Biden, his victory was based only on projections. Now the required milestone's been reached. Biden has surpassed the 270 electors that he needs to win the presidency and is at 279, according to an AP tally. Three more states need to certify their results. All of the state's electors will meet December 14th to cast a formal vote for the next president. President Trump continues to deny Biden's victory and has been pursuing legal avenues so far without success. Jackie Quinn, Washington. A sign of hope in the nation's capital as late-stage negotiations continue on a $900 billion-plus stimulus bill. Illinois Senator Dick Durbin says he is optimistic about a package moving forward. So far, President Trump has said positive things about it. I hope that continues. President-elect Biden has said positive things about it. I think we've got a sweet spot in history here where we can get this done. Success isn't certain. Considerable differences were made over details. The U.S. House of Representatives has approved removing marijuana from the Federal Controlled Substances Act. Now, that bill decriminalizes cannabis, clearing the way to erase nonviolent marijuana convictions. Andy Seeger, principal at the Can Economist, calls it a step toward the normalization of recreational marijuana. Tension between the federal government and the states still very much exists, and this ex- this today signals a, a slight 
melting in the iciness between the two. While the bill passed the Democratic-held House with bipartisan support, it's not expected to pass through the Republican majority in the Senate. Watch News Nation every night on WGN America or go on the News Nation Now app for news around the clock. I'm Steve Ruxton. Your perfect Saturday coming our way. The high temperature reaches about 40. That's a few degrees warmer than normal for this time of the year. On Sunday, a little bit of a cool down, mostly cloudy. Flurries possible, the high temperature 38. Mostly sunny on Monday. Monday's high temperature 42, 45. Wednesday, Tuesday into Wednesday, that is. Then for Wednesday afternoon, we climb up to about 50 with mostly sunny skies. I'm WGN meteorologist Demetrius Ivory. Local business leaders meet Associated Bank's local experts. They know the business community because they're in it too. So if you need deep local knowledge in this ever-changing market, take it from a bank in your own business community. Their dedicated relationship managers are here for you to provide quick access to decision makers and timely loan approvals so you can make the best decisions for your business. Put your money to work at AssociatedBank.com slash ThoughtLeadership. Member FDIC. Remembering Orion. When I think of Orion, after six decades, he knew more about ag and the people that played in that arena than anybody I've ever met in my career. Kimberly K. Kidwell, the Dean of the College of Agricultural, Consumer, and Environmental Sciences at the University of Illinois. He was such a great bridge builder in the way that he created connections with people. I've never actually seen anybody with that kind of magic across the generations. For 60 years, he kept us informed. So when we think of him, we have great gratitude for what he's done from working with 4-H'ers to supporting universities, especially the University of Illinois, we love him dearly, to supporting the state of Illinois and actually the egg industry uh, across the nation and beyond. There will never be another like this one. Illinois farmers have come a long way in the last 60 years. And through it all, Illinois farmers are grateful Orion Samuelson was broadcasting every day. Illinois Farm Bureau, Illinois Corn, and Illinois Soybean Association wish Orion the best in retirement. Thank you, Big O. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Illinois Army National Guard. Aired by the Illinois Broadcasters Association and this station. Tis the season to celebrate with Sweet Alley's Gluten-Free Bakery. Enjoy freshly baked cookies all season long with Sweet Alley's new cookie dough bar. Celebrate the flavors of the holidays with their chocolate peppermint ganache and caramel gingerbread cupcakes, decadent pies, and savory breads. Treat your family to their delicious cinnamon buns, quiches, cannoli, and tiramisu. Bring traditional family recipes to new gluten-free life with their mixes and doughs. Pre-orders taken through December 16th. Visit Sweet Alley's in Glenview and Hinsdale and online at SweetAlley's.com. Megapros has been the safest, cleanest resource for your home repairs and improvements for over 43 years. Megapros want to help in any way you need. Questions or resources? Fast and friendly. Yes, we can help. Call 847-658-8989 or go to megapros.com. Never measure. The easiest way to hang just about anything. It's the last picture hanging tool you'll ever need. You could be one of seven to win the Never Measure set. This week's Lou Manfredini's Favorite Things Prize. Enter at WGN Radio. Dot com slash contests. 
It is 19 minutes before 6 o'clock here on the Saturday Morning Show. Thank you for joining us on WGN Radio throughout the day, because without you, I wouldn't have lasted here 60 years. But thanks to you for that listening and uh, visiting with me and keeping me posted on what's going on because after all you're the reason i have been here 60 years because you've been a constant listener so thank you very much time now for samuelson says i'm orion and uh, today another new phrase that's become my least favorite how the COVID-19 has affected farmers. All senior living communities are not created equal. Greenfields in Geneva stands out from the rest. But don't just take our word for it. Here's the daughter of one of our residents. We looked at a bunch of places and this one kept rising to the top. They just care about your parents as much as you care about your parents, um, which is such a great feeling. Greenfields has actually exceeded my expectations. I don't know one person that regrets moving in here. Take the first step at greenfieldsgeneva.org today. Greenfields is an equal opportunity housing provider. Well, guess what? I have found a new favorite phrase that I'm adding to the list of words that I provided for you earlier this summer. Words that have been developed because of the COVID-19 situation. In agriculture, we have had our postponements and or cancellations of county and state fairs, outdoor farm shows, and now we are coming into the annual meeting time for a lot of organizations and companies that serve agriculture. In their press releases, I am getting this new phrase that's become another least favorite phrase. The phrase is, for the first time in our history, we weren't able to sit down with our friends and neighbors at annual meetings to talk about policy and to formulate policy. And that got me to thinking about the many events that have been postponed or canceled this year, like county fairs and state fairs, Farm Progress Show, Ohio Farm Science Review, and so many people depend on those events for a living to help out their financial situation for the year. These people have not had that opportunity this year, and they are not going to have it as the fair season has come to an end. So I would ask you to give some thought to these people and their needs. Farmers help a lot of people, and yet there is an opportunity to help a lot of these event participants that are important to farmers and ranchers. Let's think about those families that didn't have an income this year because they couldn't provide hot dogs and uh, cotton candy and popcorn and cream puffs and lemon shake-ups or rides at the county or state fairs, think about them, because they are facing a tough winter as well. In addition to the COVID-19, they fail to uh, make the money they would normally make from going to these events, and the uh, 
hospitality people, the hotels uh, who depend on farmers for the food they serve at banquets and other events. So give some thought to them, too, because they're facing a rather tough week, a winter in addition to the COVID-19. So stay well, stay safe, stay strong. My thoughts on Samuelson Says... A look at markets with Mike Pearson and his guest coming up here on the Saturday Morning Show. Merry Christmas, WGN. You work hard to find the right soybean seed for your fields, and you stand by your work. So do we. That's why we put our soybean seed through strenuous testing and provide precise varieties and expert agronomic support for your operation. Ask your authorized retailer or your BASF Agronomic Solutions Advisor about Credenz, because credibility isn't just part of our name. It's our commitment. Credenz Soybean Seed. For the experts that understand, credibility is earned. Always read and follow label directions. You work hard to find the right soybean seed for your fields, and you stand by your work. So do we. That's why we put our soybean seed through strenuous testing and provide precise varieties and expert agronomic support for your operation. Ask your authorized retailer or your BASF Agronomic Solutions Advisor about Credenz, because credibility isn't just part of our name. It's our commitment. Credenz Soybean Seed. For the experts that understand, credibility is earned. Always read and follow label directions. Kids, K A R S, cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A R S, cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Hurry! It's your last chance to donate for 2020. Donate now at carsforkids.org. Cars with a K. Pickup is quick and easy. You'll also get a vacation voucher and a tax deduction. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS-2020. Clogged toilets? Broken pipes? Flooded basement? Don't let your plumbing problems take you off your game. When you need a plumber fast, call Plumbers 911 at 1-833-PLUM-911, where they promise to connect you to a plumber in five minutes or less. Their phones are open 24-7 at 833-PLUM-911, and their highly trained plumbing professionals are ready to answer your call. Get your plumbing job done right the first time with Plumbers 911 Chicago, your plumbing connection. We're going to turn to Dale Durkles from Grain Cycles. And Dale, what are you seeing when it comes to cattle futures? Well, I think, you know, when you, you look at the cattle market at this point, there's one in the very short-term problem we have, and it appears that retailers themselves have a lot of meat already bought to go into the counter in here. And, you know, there, there's a little bit of a surplus there in the very short term. Uh, we could say the same about pork. And I think that's going to be a bit of a depressant as far as uh, the wholesale sector is concerned. But, you know, right now where we're trading 110, we might tend to stay there through winter. But 
long term, you have to look at uh, the impact of the vaccine and coronavirus. Yeah, that is going to be the driving factor. Uh, uh, We've already heard concerns that plants might be shutting down due to absenteeism again. That's going to be something that uh, the market will definitely price into effect. Yeah, it really is, you know, and I think that is a problem and maybe one of the reasons that retailers and the wholesale pipelines kind of full. Uh, you look at some of the weights, cattle are a little heavy, but not unseasonably so, and hogs, we've got some huge weights out there when you look at those, and I think people on the other end have kind of preemptively tried to position, you know, and, and you know, if, if we get a shutdown, you know, in any kind of slaughter capacity or slowdown, it's going to have ramifications back into the cash market for hogs and cattle both. Absolutely. It could be a repeat, potentially, of what we saw this spring. Folks should be prepared for that. Speaking of pork, uh, we saw export sales this past week look pretty strong for pork, up considerably from a week ago. When you look at the buyers of pork, both Mexico and China were up there. Where do you see this market going on the pork side? Well, the pork export sector itself, you know, has been pretty robust in here going back into the summer months themselves after we came out of the issues with the pandemic last spring. And so I think that's going to continue to be relatively strong, you know, and in neither place do we have what I'm calling it doesn't seem like a huge surplus to uh, deal with or huge stocks to deal with. So I think they're going to be a steady buyer in the mix now. And, and they may be proactively being a little bit um, cautious and wanting to have supplies purchased and lying on the route, you know, in case we do have another slaughter curtailment here in the U.S. itself. But, you know, China, the talk is we, we're, we're seeing a rebuilding in the hog herd right now. But the thing we have to deal with here at this point is that the pork output from that's still going to be a number of months away. So it's not going to fill the pipeline for them anytime soon. And so with their economy doing well, I think China in particular is going to continue to be a, a steady buyer even as we move into early 2021. All right, Dale, before we take a break, I want to ask you a question that I've heard from a lot of growers this past week. The grain market rally, did it come to an end this last week? Uh, I think there's a chance that it came to an end, but, you know, I don't know that we're going to have any huge break or decline. We can talk about that ad infinitum, but I think for now the market's taking a pause. All right. You think it's going to take a breather, wait to see what news comes, and then make a decision? Well, actually, you know, when you look at both corn and beans and even to a lesser degree wheat, but when you look at corn and beans in particular, you know, any kind of a bull market you have at some point, you got to start asking yourself, what more ammunition is there to throw at the market to keep this market moving upward? And I think that's the issue we're running into now. We've ran out of bullish ammunition and actually we've started to see just some little bearish things start to creep up. And I think that's we're going to work against it. The corn market, of course, has been battered early this past week. Where do you see it going from here? Well, let's come back a little bit at this point here as we're we're talking today. But, but you know, the one thing that, that I'd mentioned there uh, before we broke, we've kind of run out of ammunition in the market at this point in time to continue to fuel the bull for now. You know, the corn market to me has always been one that, that's been kind of following the bean market. And I think to a degree it's still following the bean market or, you know, it's been getting a little bit of support from wheat, which has evaporated. But the corn market, the real story is going to be getting out into late winter, spring, and what might we see as far as that second crop corn out in Brazil. And that's going to have huge ramifications on exports 
right now corn exports themselves just a wee bit soft maybe but you know they've always been slated if they're going to be good to be back end loaded and i think that's what the usda has been counting on but we aren't going to know any of that until we get out into march or, or maybe april something like that so how should growers handle this step back in the markets? Obviously, we've had a phenomenal rally. Hopefully, folks have been rewarding that rally with sales. But now that we're on this precipice here where things could change, how should growers handle it? You know, the one thing that you look at with the corn market at this particular juncture where you've taken all the carry out or most of the carry out and you've got basis levels here in the spot that are still pretty robust and strong you know, I think it's still a market, you know, from a cash standpoint, if, if your basis levels are good, you know, to continue to sell into. And if you really want to have ownership, you know, put together some kind of a strategy to, to own it on paper itself, you know, and you get out from under storage, you get out from under worrying about quality if you get it already priced and pushed into the market itself, but you still have that ownership if something does come in south america to give the market the next lift you know i'm not certain it's going to happen but i'd rather have my management over in paper market right now than in the cash market that makes a lot of sense particularly on the corn side on the soybean side dale we again saw a big step back at the early part of this week once uh, it was forecast that more rains were going to fall in south america where do you see soybeans going from here exports have still been very strong is that going to be the driver going forward You know, the export, people have talked about sales, but, you know, in both corn and beans, you know, at this point in time, we really need to keep an eye on what's going on in in the shipment sector. And beans, um, I've been looking at 2016, 2017 as kind of a guideline for the pattern. Corn, actually, I've been looking at uh, 2015, 2016, I think it is, you know, for the driver of the pattern. Uh, But in the beans, you know, that 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 pattern of 2016 2017 we're we're basically following lockstep at this point and so far you'd have to say we're not going to see exports necessarily any stronger than what the usda has already got built into their balance table so even though sales are strong just like we've seen the last couple of weeks sales have just kind of flattened out and and you know we're not really selling much at all i think we've sold the total the last two weeks in beans somewhere around 40 million bushel or something like that so it's it's really kind of died on the vine here temporarily and i think that's high prices i think it's also south america that makes a lot of sense dale real quick what's your price target for soybeans this spring that's a hard one if we get good rains in south america we may have seen the high in beans already at a 12 dollar bill i'm real concerned about that at this point and you know i'd say quickly people need to take a look at maybe starting some pricing of 2021 crops too corn and beans both all right dale Durkholz from grain cycles it seems like the only thing that's certain about 2020 is uncertainty a pandemic civil unrest constant market volatility and how will the election affect you are you sure that your retirement savings are more than uncertain john williams here tom fortino of the alpha wealth group can help you build that certainty with a plan to get your financial house in order imagine if you could retire comfortably and not have to worry about the market the economy or anything else that could put your dollars at risk that's retiring with confidence 
confidence. If you're serious, call the Alpha Wealth Group and Oakbrook Terrace now for your complimentary complete retirement plan consultation. It includes asset protection, investments, estate and legacy planning, taxes, and the bedrock of any retirement income. Call 630-934-1855. 630-934-1855. AlphaWealthGroup.com. Advisory services to Retirement Wealth Investors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through Alpha Wealth Group, licensed in Illinois. You need to make room. Make room. Make room. For all the new stuff that's coming for Christmas. Less junk, more happiness. Less junk, more happiness. Your lights will twinkle brighter. All your friends will be happier. And your relatives will get along. Your children will be cheerful and strong. Less junk, more happiness. Less junk, more happiness. We make junk disappear. All you have to do is point. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.com. At Amita Health, we believe every part of you matters. To us, you're more than a set of symptoms. You're a whole person with family and work responsibilities, hobbies, hopes, and dreams. That's why we provide more than just health care. We provide whole care. It's an approach that considers every aspect of your life and helps us understand your unique needs so we can treat you the way you wish to be treated. Learn more at AmitaHealth.org slash Whole Care. Amita Health, in sickness and in health. News Nation on WGN America. News that makes you think, but doesn't tell you how to think. Get facts, not opinions. News, not talk. Watch News Nation every night at 7 on WGN America. In Chicagoland, find WGN America on cable channels Xfinity 223, AT&T UVerse 1180, WOW 262, and RCN 629. And on satellite, DirecTV 307 and DISH 239. It's your news, your nation. We are six minutes away from news here on WGN Radio on the Saturday morning show, but let me pass along a couple of pieces of information that came out this week. First of all, the Agricultural Retailers Association held a quote, virtual convention, and uh, we're coming up to a season of conventions of suppliers and farmers and ranchers, and uh, one of the changes that uh, farmers and ranchers are going to face is a new chairman of the House Agriculture Committee. Because uh, Colin Peterson, the longtime Democratic congressman from Minnesota, failed to win re-election to his congressional seat. And so uh, the Democratic Party, being in charge of the House, picks the chairman of the various committees. And so let me share with you the news release that came from Crop Life America, just one of the many organizations that sent out news releases to uh, salute the new chairman of the House Agriculture Committee, Congressman David Scott. And I must admit, I know very little about David Scott, but I'm going to learn very soon because he will play a critical role in putting together the legislation for the farm bill that has to be written in 2023. So uh, according to Crop Life uh, people, they said that Representative Scott's historic election as chairman 
uh, comes at a critical time for farmers, ranchers, and rural America. From a changing climate to a struggling farm economy, growing pest pressures, and ever-increasing global challenges, the House Agriculture Committee will need to confront many challenges that threaten the health of our rural communities. And uh, Chris Novak, who is the president and the CEO of the uh, CropLife America organization, said we look forward to working with David Scott, Chairman the new chairman of the House Agriculture Committee. And then getting back to this virtual word that I'm so tired of, uh, continuing to get notes from the American Farm Bureau Federation, inviting you to join them January 10 through 13 for the 2021 American Farm Bureau Virtual Convention. And for the first time ever, Registration fees are being waived to give you the opportunity to experience one of Ag's premier events from the comfort and safety of your home. And uh, I continue to get uh, pieces of information about some of the highlights of the Farm Bureau Convention. And this one attracted my attention because I know this gentleman and have talked to him and interviewed him several times. Mike Rowe, best known for his TV series, Dirty Jobs, and his work as an executive producer, host, and best-selling author. Mike Rowe will join the AFBF Virtual Convention as our special guest for a fireside chat in the closing general session. And as the country's leading advocate for skilled labor and the CEO of the uh, Mike Novak Show, Dirty Jobs, I th- well, I've heard him speak before, and he's entertaining but informative as well. They have some other excellent speakers as well on that Farm Bureau Convention. But uh, you'll watch it from home because it will be virtual with COVID-19. You can't put that many people, three, four, five thousand people together in a convention. And that'll be the case with Commodity Classic, and that'll be the case with other events. The American Seed Trade Association that normally comes together in Chicago every uh, December will be held virtually this year. We are out of time, but uh, as always, I appreciate your company. Oh, and I did want to mention that uh, Holly Spangler, who uh, puts together the DeKalb Farm Bureau Connections magazine, uh, will be uh, sharing some items on the Prairie Farmer pages as well this coming, uh, I think, week or two weeks from now. So I want to thank Holly for the time that she spent at our home uh, talking about the uh, past 60 years and the challenges that we have ahead. So thanks to uh, Holly uh, Spangler and uh, thanks to Miriam Wassman, who is the editor of the DeKalb Farm Bureau Connection, uh, Connections magazine. And uh, as always, thanks to uh, Bob Ferguson, 
the engineer who turns the dials at the right time while I work from my home studio. And uh, thanks to his work on the program every week here on the Saturday Morning Show on WGN. Thank you. Serving the great Midwest from Chicago, WGN, 720 on your radio and always online. Tell your smart speaker to play WGN, Chicago's only 24-hour live news. WGN, Chicago. A Nextar Media Group station. 32 degrees at 6 o'clock. Good morning. I'm Dave Schwan. In for Don Kleppen. The news is sponsored by Lou Malnati's Tastes of Chicago. Nursing home workers have ended their strike, and Illinois gets ready to distribute a COVID-19 vaccine. Those stories and more coming up. First, to look at WGN traffic. We have an accident in northwest Indiana, eastbound 8094, the Borman Expressway, between Burr and Chase Street. Stop-and-go traffic there. Other than that, the expressways and tollways moving well. Some delays on the red line. Red line trains being rerouted onto the elevated tracks between Fullerton and Cermak until 8 o'clock this morning due to maintenance work. That should clear up in a little less than two hours from now. Nursing home workers have reached a deal to end their strike against Infinity Healthcare. That strike going on for nearly two weeks. All workers will immediately receive significant wage increases, a minimum of a dollar an hour with an average increase of over two dollars an hour. Workers will also gain an additional five days of COVID-19-related sick time. They also won PPE guarantees and protection protections. With the anticipation surrounding coronavirus vaccines, Governor Pritzker and health authorities are asking people to be patient. The state is slated to receive 109,000 doses in its first shipment. They'll go to Priority Group 1A, that's health care personnel, and residents of long-term care facilities. Governor Pritzker says combined there are 765,000 Illinoisans falling into that category. Manufacturing, distribution, and administering enough vaccine to cover these prioritized candidates will take some time. More than just the next few weeks. 23,000 doses in the first shipment will go directly to Chicago. The remaining 86,000 will be spread out across the rest of the state. And under pressure from moderates in both parties, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell have started some talks in hopes of combining a relief package. After lengthy delays, this is finally building and some optimism in Washington for a COVID-19 aid bill. There are some differences, however, uh, mainly uh, whether to issue a second round of $1,200 direct payments to most Americans. California has certified its presidential election and appointed 55 electors pledged to vote for Joe Biden. That hands the Democrat the Electoral College majority needed to win the White House. In Illinois, voter turnout for the November election reached nearly 73 percent. That is the highest turnout for a presidential race since 1992. State Board of Election spokesperson Matt Dietrich says it's remarkable since it happened in the middle of a pandemic. And there had been concern that voters who might be concerned about exposing themselves to COVID might stay away from this election. The push for voting by mail and the encouragement of local election authorities to voters to vote early really brought out the numbers. The election set several records, including the number of voters registered, votes cast, and mail-in ballots received. 
Chinese state TV is reporting 18 coal miners killed by a lethal gas, a high levels of carbon monoxide in the southwestern portion of the country. The report says one miner was found alive. Rescues, rescuers are looking for five more. And the Illinois State Fire Marshal's Office is urging safety when it comes to putting up holiday decorations. Spokesperson J.C. Foltz says the first concern... Holiday lights. Replace any light strands that have worn or broken cord. Make sure to read the recommendations for a number of light strands that you can string together. Turn off all the light strings and decorations before going to bed. You don't want to be like Clark Griswold and have major issues. And candles are another hazard. They should be kept away from anything potentially flammable. More than half of home decoration fires in December are caused by candles. WGN Sports. It's Northwestern and Chicago State today in college basketball. Our pregame at 345, the beginning of the game, 4 o'clock, with Dave Ennett and Joey Meyer on 720 WGN and WGNRadio.com. Other college hoop games today, Lewis playing Loyola, UT Martin at Illinois, Northern Illinois playing Pittsburgh, Illinois State playing Murray State, and Southern Mississippi playing Southern Illinois. College football, Iowa at Illinois, Indiana with Wisconsin, Ohio State plays Michigan State, Nebraska at Purdue, Syracuse playing Notre Dame, and Toledo at Northern Illinois. The forecast from the WGN Chicago Weather Center, meteorologist Demetrius Ivory. Picture perfect Saturday coming our way. The high temperature reaches about 40. That's a few degrees warmer than normal for this time of the year. On Sunday, a little bit of a cool down, mostly cloudy. Flurries possible, the high temperature 38. Mostly sunny on Monday. Monday's high temperature 42, 45. Wednesday, Tuesday into Wednesday, that is. Then for Wednesday afternoon, we climb up to about 50 with mostly sunny skies. I'm WGN meteorologist Demetrius Ivory. And we have 32 degrees at O'Hare. I'm Dave Schwan. And for Don Kleppen on Chicago's very own 720 WGN. And coming up on Outside the Loop today, we explore Chicago's response to policing and mental health crises. Also, we learn about a new initiative to save local restaurants during this pandemic time and more stay tuned to 720 wgn hi it's Lindsay of house smarts radio you've heard me talk about builders supply outlet for years but now hear from their customer carol in westchester a friend had recommended builder supply walked in and was just in awe went in the showroom and i spent way too much time in there because there was just so much to look at and it was a lot of fun <laughs> I was just impressed. You guys have everything you need for a kitchen remodel. It's nice to have it all in one spot. For me, I just knew I wanted good quality, like all hardwood, good things that I will not have to replace again. You guys were great. Everything came in on time. Great communication. I was really, really happy with everything. Another satisfied customer. But remember, we're so much more than kitchen cabinets. Builder's Supply Outlet is located just five miles east of the Oak Brook Shopping Mall on Cermak Road in Broadview. Or online at buildersupplyoutlet.com. Quality and savings are what you get at Builder Supply Outlet. By the Yard's annual holiday sale is on. Now through December 23rd, save 10% on all their maintenance-free outdoor furniture, gliders, Adirondacks, fire tables, rockers, and so much more. Plus free shipping nationwide. And they're making your holiday shopping very easy with three convenient ways to shop. In-store at their Vernon Hills location, you can call their showroom and speak with a salesperson to walk you through your order or go online at buytheyard.net. Buy the Yard, recycled, maintenance-free, and American-made. 
Folks, when shopping for a home mortgage, how much is great service, low closing costs, and competitive interest rates worth to you? At Townstone Financial, it's priceless. Hi, Barry Sterner, founder of Townstone Financial. Let's hear about the Townstone experience from one of our customers. This is John. I did my second home purchase with Townstone Financial. Townstone's going to give the better rate by far. They found the best rates. They found the lowest closing costs. And I know that because I had previously worked with a big bank who gave me ridiculous closing costs, high interest rates. They weren't looking out for my best interest. And Barry did his best to keep in touch with me. Couldn't have had a better experience. Remember, nobody values your home mortgage business more than Townstone. I guarantee it and I own the company. So call me now, Barry Sterner, at 312-896-2110. That's 312-896-2110. Or go to Townstone.com. That's T-O-W-N-S-T-O-N-E.com. Townstone Financial is licensed in Indiana, Michigan, Wisconsin, Florida. NMLS 136639. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Equal housing lender. Now there's an easier way to clean your shower without all the fuss. Wet and forget shower. Just spray today and rinse clean tomorrow. It's that simple. Use once a week to clean and prevent the buildup of soap scum and everyday shower grime. There's no wiping or scrubbing. Wet and forget shower's gentle bleach-free formula. Leave your bathroom with a soft vanilla scent. Who knew cleaning your shower could be so easy? Pick up a bottle of wet and forget shower at Lowe's, Home Depot, or Ace Hardware. Hi, my name is Kathy. I'm sitting at the bar at Simon's Tavern in Andersonville drinking some glug, and you're listening to Outside the Loop, Chicago's almost above-ground audio magazine. Man, remember those days when we could go inside of a bar? I miss those days. I can confirm that you can still get your glug from Simon's if you just stop by and pick it up. They're selling it. Oh, really? Go. Okay. Well, hold on. We should talk about that in a second here. Uh, I should say good morning and welcome to Outside the Loop. This is Chicago's Almost Above Ground Audio Magazine. I am Mike Steven. Happy to be here with you today. This is show number 738. And what we do here on this program is take a look at local issues and topics that don't always get mainstream media attention. You can say hello online. Of course, we are on Twitter at Outside the Loop is the handle on Facebook, on Instagram. And go get the podcast of the show if you don't do so already. You can uh, get that through your podcast app or OutsideTheLoopRadio.com or WGNRadio.com. Colin Seaman produces the show. You heard him right there. And Colin Simons, so that was like about a year ago, we did the show from Simons, didn't we? We did. Shout out, always Andersonville. Yeah. Shout out, Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Shout out, just Andersonville. Yeah. Anderson, it's a good spot. It's a great spot. Very, Especially around the holidays. Yes. Love Andersonville around the holidays. Very cozy. And, you know, in normal times, you have so many great businesses and shops and, of course, bars up there and restaurants. Simon's one of the mainstays on Clark Street up there, and the Glug, which is that sort of spiced mold wine, is sort of legendary, I feel like, in Chicagoland. I mean, it's been around. It's a secret recipe, as we learned from the owner, Scott, and he said that it's his family's recipe, so only a few folks know it. So normally, it's great to pony up to the bar and get some Glug, but now, Colin, you're saying that you can just take that to go. Right, I, I called them because I was I was because you needed your glug. Fix. I was hankering. I was hankering. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, in general, I just I'm I'm going to take this winter and experiment with all the the warm drinks, the like hot alcoholic drinks that are out there. Yes. Um. And so I thought a glug. I called them because I had seen that they had some available, and I said, "How does this work? Do I need to 
put in an order, and they said it's readily available. You can stop by for a 32-ounce, 64-ounce, and then they have like a jumbo one. I don't know what the ounce is on that, but it's- 64 ounces of glug? Correct. It's, oh, my goodness. It's it's. I mean, it's $50 for 64 ounces of glugs. <laughs> glug, excuse me. Um and That'll then, floor you. And then the whatever, I forget what the big one is, but it's a lot. Yeah, just uh, g- gallons, a tub of glug. Uh, you know, really quickly, this is a kind of a treat. We never get to see Dave Schwan, who's in the newsroom. Dave. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, well, no, it's, it's it's just how schedules work here. We're like, you know, ships in the night that pass. We never get to see you. I know. Uh, it's been a long time. It's I just, good to see you guys. Good to yeah. see you. Just wanted to make sure you weren't putting down some glug on the on the air there. Not I yet. was looking in the monitor. Not yet. Okay. Right. <laughs> you were mentioning Andersonville. I was driving through there this week, and uh, it's great to see the lights up. Uh, they have, uh, you know, when you mentioned Clark Street there, mm-hmm. Clark and Foster, that block there is uh, just really, really pretty. Always is this time of year. And uh, offers you a little bit of comfort and hope here with uh, all we've been dealing with. So it's great to see. I agree. Super uh, festive time in Andersonville. And uh, by the way, are we? Could we send this tape to the Chamber of Commerce and maybe? Yeah. Are we on the payroll? Are we? We'll this, be their new best friends. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just to clarify, we're not on the payroll of Andersonville. Thank you. Um, no, it's it's great, and Simons is great, and uh, you know, again. This is kind of something that we'll be talking about today is saving some of these local spots that you love, uh, when especially when it comes to restaurants. We will talk to the creator of a movement, and it is kind of a movement, called Takeout 25 Oak Park that is working to get... uh, Oak Park area restaurants, so areas like Berwyn around there, Forest Park, River Forest, and all Elmwood Park, those areas around Oak Park. Um, This initiative to get some takeout if you can, right? If you can afford it. And we'll talk to the creator of this. And the, the Facebook page for Takeout 25 Oak Park is amazing. It's got like almost 3,000 members on it now. And it's basically people posting pictures of their food saying, here's what I ate tonight. And you scroll through it and it's like some inspiration if you want to go uh, get some takeout. And so we'll learn about the mathematical formula that the creator, his name is Ravi uh, Parakat, uh, he uh, created this formula, uh, how we're going to save restaurants. So we'll check in with Ravi. Also, we'll talk to uh, Arturo Carrillo, who's the uh, director of health, and, uh, of health and Violence Prevention at the Brighton Park Neighborhood Council about Chicago police response to mental crises. And would anyone get into politics these days? The answer is yes. We'll talk to the representative-elect, the state representative-elect for the 12th district in illinois margaret croak about why she got into politics stay tuned get your glug hoist it high or your coffee or your water or whatever your cereal this is outside the loop mike steven here with you on 720 wgn After more than six decades with WGN Radio, the great Orion Samuelson is retiring at the end of the year. Please join us in celebrating the Big O by sending him an email sharing your well wishes and congratulations. Go to WGNRadio.com slash Orion. Fill out the Orion mailbox. It's all presented by the Illinois Pork Producers. That's WGNRadio.com slash Orion. And then go to the Orion mailbox. You could hear your words read on WGN Radio. Sponsored by the Illinois Pork Producers, Generations of Commitment. We all have problems. 
but what's important is how we deal with our problems. If depression, substance abuse, or anxiety are overwhelming you or a loved one, contact the experienced licensed professionals at the Riverwalk Counseling Center. Riverwalk Counseling Therapists will assess your concerns and then provide you with a roadmap to recovery. Help may be closer than you think. Take the first step and call 630-848-0445 or visit riverwalkcounseling.net. Riverwalk Counseling Center, big enough to help small enough to care. Keep your car or truck on the road with big savings on automotive products from Menards. Get trailers down the road safely with ToeSmart products. Save now on a great selection of ToeSmart ball mounts, lights, and towing accessories. For cars, trucks, ATVs, and more, you'll save big money on our entire selection of ToeSmart ball mounts and accessories now at Menards. Prices are good through December 13th. Plus, a Menards gift card is always a great gift idea. Carolers, that's the holiday spirit. Speaking of which, Simply Safe Home Security is having a huge holiday sale. Right now, you can get 40% off a new system and a free camera at simplysafe.com slash holiday. That's 40% off the system U.S. News named the best of 2020. Simply Safe protects your whole home 24-7 with monitoring by professionals. The sale ends soon, so go to simplysafe.com slash holiday for 40% off and a free camera today. Catch Living Healthy Chicago this Saturday at 10 a.m. Learn about the struggles and successes of everyday Chicagoans with health and fitness. Living Healthy Saturday at 10 a.m. on WGN-TV. Is the cost of finishing the basement worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing can help you find answers with personalized planning tools and insights to help you get where you want to go, even if it's just downstairs. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash within reach to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker-dealer, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC-insured or not bank-guaranteed and may lose value. Fall is the season when structural problems can start in your home. If you're noticing new cracks in your walls or brickwork, sinking ground or concrete, sagging floors, gaps under baseboards, sticking doors or windows, you can rely on an honest, accurate evaluation from Permaseal's trained experts. For a free, thorough inspection, call Permaseal at 800-421-7325 or visit permaseal.net. Seven twenty WGN. Good morning, Mike Steven here along with you on Outside the Loop. Happy Saturday. Great to be here with you on this Saturday morning. Right now, listening to some local music from the band Snooze. Snooze. We are snooze.bandcamp.com is the website. They have a new EP out right now called Still. This is a band that describes themselves as... Happy math rock. Math rock. So playing some crazy time signatures. Oh, it's getting a little heavy here. Happy Saturday. (laughs) Each week I love to feature local music here on this program. If you have any, you could just go to OutsideTheLoopRadio.com or WGNRadio.com. Send us what you have. We'll try to get those on the radio and on the podcast for you. This week, hearing some math rock from the band Snooze. Thank you. 
This year, the issue of policing was brought to the forefront of our national conversation. Part of this conversation is how law enforcement should respond to calls that involve someone impacted by a mental health issue. Locally, Chicago has revised its plans when it comes to responding to emergency mental health calls. With us to discuss this is Arturo Carrillo. He is the Director of Health and Violence Prevention for the Brighton Park Neighborhood Council, and he's the coordinator for the Collaborative for Community Wellness. Arturo, welcome to Outside the Loop. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So tell us about the significance of this particular issue of police responding to mental health calls in your community. How has it affected your neighborhood? Absolutely. Well, you know, it's very, very much a critical issue in our community. Um, you know, throughout the entire southwest side, we, we see communities in the highly immigrant area that are very much dealing with crises on a daily basis. Um, and throughout the city, this is not unique to the southwest side. We, we know that there is crises that have been aggravated with the, with the current crisis and pandemic we're, we're all dealing with. And, and, and historically, you know, when people are dealing with crises, they really do not have many options of where to turn for support. And so, unfortunately, people wait till these crises become insurmountable and often are, are left with no other choice but to call 911. As a result, you know, police response and police involvement becomes a default uh, intake uh, process for the system. Uh, and unfortunately, that leads to, you know, very uh, difficult situations for people who are who are calling anyone to have police respond and can also can also uh, lead to, to deadly consequences. So, you know, we, we've really been been engaged in hearing from different community residents as to what they would like to see different in the city of Chicago. Well, let's talk about some plans here that are now being put forth by Chicago. So there's one plan that was a part of the budget that was recently passed in the Chicago City Council that includes mobile crisis teams of clinicians and paramedics without police. And this is part of a pilot program that will begin next year. Now, there is another plan for responder teams that do include police in addition to health professionals. From your point of view, what would you like to see unfold here? Well, so let me let me take a few steps back because this has been a, a continued effort by by way of our collaborative. You know, the collaborative for community wellness has been working with certain elected officials uh, in city council to put forward a, a proposal that started as a council order to to put forward the idea of a non-police response where we have again social workers, paramedics, and peer support specialists or other community. Uh, uh, supports that can be part of responding to mental health crisis without police involvement. Now, that was a, a council order that was introduced in early September by Alderman uh, uh, Rosana uh, Rodriguez Sanchez. And what that really called for was the examination of how this police response, how this uh, crisis response can be done exclusively without police, but also building on the infrastructure that the city currently has with the with the public mental health clinics, right? We, we're one of the few municipalities left that have a public uh, a safety net system of five mental health clinics that have long been advocated for. Now, you know, when, when the mayor's uh, address, budget address started, uh, and when she started her, with her budget address, she was really clear that this was not uh, a priority for her. This was not part of her 
uh, agenda. And so you're correct. You know, the proposal that she put forward over over the summer within the the, the violence prevention plan that she set forward in, involved uh, a pilot program of a police co-responder model in which a social worker uh, is riding with a police officer in response to mental health crises. So. You know, for us, you know, we see police responding to crises as something that exacerbates any mental health crisis that can criminalize people who are dealing with social needs, emotional needs. And, and unfortunately, you know, it, it's, it's a far cry from what, you know, other cities have already started to see is, is a better response, which is having social workers and, and, and paramedics and, and community health workers be able to respond in a preventative fashion, not, not awaiting for a 911 call to be a trigger for a police response. Yeah. So how does that work? Because, you know, in the moment of crisis or in the, you know, heat of the moment, if something's happening, it might be, I don't know, easy to call 911 or instinctual for some to call 911. For a lot of us, if we're reacting, we might not think like, oh, this person's going through a mental, (laughs) a mental situation right now. We should call something else. How do you think that might work? I know in other uh, municipalities, there's been an idea of a different number that people can call? Correct, yes. And that's what we've seen in, as we've done our research throughout the, the different cities who've begun to implement these sort of models. They, they really do allow community residents the choice, right? And this is this is key to the proposal we put forward uh, through our council order. You know, we, we had envisioned the utilization of a 211 line or some crisis line to be the way that, that community residents have the opportunity to call uh, for support before things get to the point that they've escalated to an immediate emergency in which police response is necessary, right? So so giving people the option is cr- key to making sure that we're talking about preventing uh, things getting to that critical point where, unfortunately, as we've seen in many situations, uh, here in Chicago as well, it was very, fairly recently in South Chicago, there was an incident, unfortunately, that, 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 called, that triggered a police response. And, and, you know, really think about it. What would have happened if there was an alternative line uh, that could have allowed for a social worker to show up, you know, days, if not hours sooner, uh, before things had escalated to the point where police involvement led to violence on the scene, right? So our proposal through this council order and more recently through a budget amendment, we called for $5.2 million uh, have that, to have that money be part of a planning and a, a piloting phase to really think about how we can incorporate best practices from other cities into a non-police response here in Chicago. And so, you know, we, we've seen that uh, that sizable amount of investment could have allowed us to, to really set a new trajectory for how we create these different systems um, to give people the option to, to, to get support for, for people before, again, critical, uh, that critical moment. So these plans, these these pilot uh, programs are, are going to be in effect next year. You know, I think part of this is a lot of us might not understand the issue, right? Like we think about, and, and, and I think, you know, especially recently, there's a lot of talk about defunding the police and what that actually means and police response. But, you know, this is an issue, I think, that partly exists in, in a sense because we don't really know how to talk about it. We don't get it. And I think... Uh, what you're doing here is important because you, we have to be educated about this. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, as we've done research, it's been so eye-opening for me. I'm a social worker by training. So, you know, for me, it's, of course, in my wheelhouse to think about how we respond to crises and to support people in social needs. But, you know, for, for your listeners, you know, every one of us at any moment can have a very bad day that can lead us to, to a moment where we need some support. You know, I, I think of an example that, that, that I saw in when researching Denver's model um, and what they, what, what, what the example they highlighted was one in which a woman was, you know, on the curb crying 
you know, she just had had a very difficult moment in her life and, and, a, and a bystander had just happened to want to involve themselves, but didn't know what to do. So they called the crisis line. And, it, you know, in, in, in short amount of time, you have a social worker who showed up to the scene and you found out that this woman was, uh, was lost. She had gone through uh, kind of, a, uh, she was kicked out of her apartment and, you know, and so what, what, what the social worker did in that situation was give that person a ride to the other side of town where they needed to get to, to find a way to, 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 to get back on their feet, right? You think about that situation, you think about how it's, a, you know, to me, that humane response of not having a police officer show up to the scene and then interrogate that individual who's crying because they're going through a very difficult moment, right? To me, that's something that's relatable to myself, to my family, to our communities. You know, I think every one of your listeners can, can think about situations in their lives with people in their own community that they've witnessed that they wish they could have had a quick response and had the social worker or some, some, some person there to support that individual that they, they're witnessing going through a crisis to get them back on their feet, right? Not to criminalize, not to respond with, with an armed officer, but really to think about how we can assess people's need in that moment and then provide the follow-up care that they, that they could benefit from. Yeah, especially during these times, you know, we need to start uh, start thinking about each other, have some empathy and, and care for each other because we're all in this together. And I think you're doing some really great work. Again, uh, Arturo Carrillo, the Director of Health and Violence Prevention at the Brighton Park Neighborhood Council and coordinator for the Collaborative for Community Wellness. Arturo, thank you so much for talking to us today and really for all of your tremendous work. This is a really important issue. Thank you. We would love your listeners to stay tuned with our campaign. You know, we, we, we put forward a proposal for, for $5.2 million. Uh, we are looking for elected officials to continue to advocate for that amount of money. You know, the, the amount of money that's necessary for a pilot like this is, 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 is very important in order to make it successful. And what we've seen in this budget is that it falls far short of what's needed. So we really need to, to have continued support to make sure that this is something that we can make a reality here in Chicago as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, Arturo, thank you so much for talking to us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, this is uh, really an important issue, and uh, we should definitely keep following it. And we will here on Outside the Loop here on 720 WGN. Coming up after a look at the news, we will take a look at Takeout 25 Oak Park, this initiative to save local restaurants during this pandemic time. Also, a quick reminder, starting January 2nd, this program, Outside the Loop, 